Welcome to Element, the student ministry of Third City Christian Church. To find out more, go to thirdcitychristian.org backslash students. Hey, tonight I want to talk to you about why you have value. I want to talk to you about being made in God's image, and it's this big idea, but it boils down to something very simple. And I pray that tonight, my, my prayer is like, I'm, I'm like shaking, I'm so, st- like, I care so much about this tonight. I'm praying that you leave here looking at the people around you completely different. And that you leave here looking in the mirror completely different. That's my prayer. And so we're going to start in Genesis. This is chapter 1. This is the big beginning of everything. So we're going to read this together. Genesis chapter 1. And then God said, let us make mankind in our image, in our likeness so that they may rule over the fish and in the sea and the birds in the sky and over the livestock and all the wild animals and over all the creatures that move along the ground. So God created mankind in his own image. That's so important. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. When the Bible repeats itself, it's trying to show you that this is very important. And then in chapter 2, it reveals some new detail that I think is really important. And it says, Then the Lord formed a man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. Don't forget that tonight. He breathed the breath of life into this person, and the man became a living being. But for Adam, no suitable helper was found, so the Lord God caused the man to fall into a deep sleep, And while he was sleeping, he took one of the man's ribs and then closed up the place with flesh. And then the Lord God made a woman from the rib he had taken out of the man, and he brought her to the man. So there's this incredible beginning of mankind, and it sets us apart from every other animal, this fact that God breathed life into us, and he made us in his image. And we're in this series as a church called Really. Like, really? And tonight I want to talk about, are we really made in God's image? Like, really? And what does that mean for us? So I'm going to pray, and then we're going to dig into this. God, thank you so much for what you're teaching me in all of this. And it is so, so important to our lives to understand that you are the creator of our very being. And that because you created us, that implies that you made a choice to bring us here. That, that implies that you made a choice about us, that you chose us, that you give us value through that choice and created us in your image so that we could be with you. And thank you for Jesus who completed the circle and came in your perfect image and saved our lives. It's in Jesus' name. Everybody said? So now think about this. The God that created the universe, that exploded stars, that, that built physics, that did all these different things, that he, he put together this little blue ball that hang, hangs in the middle of space that's completely perfectly tuned to form and sustain human life, breathed and spoke life into you. It's the same creator, and it sets you apart from every other animal on this planet. The fact that this happened, you are more than just an evolved ape. You are more than that. And we become this eternal person through the breath of the star breather, through the quantum architect God. Now, science suggests often that we're nothing but animals. But see, I, science can only study nature, right? 
By definition, nature is the thing that science studies. Nature saying earth, dirt, wind, particles, planets. That's what science studies, things you can touch. Well, here tonight, we're going to talk about things that you can't see and touch, things that are beyond nature, supernatural, if you will, something beyond the natural and physical world. And the thought that, and just side note, the thought that science could disprove God is kind of like problematic in the beginning anyways. I just want to kind of share this because science disproving God has this problematic start where science only studies nature and what is confined to time, space, and matter. And our God is outside of time, space, and matter. That's what the Bible says all the time. This is a, a truth about our God. And so the very confines of science and what it can study doesn't even hold within it the God that we worship. So there's not a problem there. There's not really a problem there. And what we're talking about is something supernatural. It's outside of nature. It's this physical world. Or you could say it's something supernatural creating something natural, if you want to say it that way. But what I'm talking about is humankind being made in the image of God, set apart from every other animal on the planet. You are no average animal. You are a child of God. So what does this mean for us? What does it mean to be made in the image of God? It's this idea that you're not just accidental animals, that you're not just someone who, who just evolved from something, but we are made in the image and likeness of our creator. It's not an accident. We didn't just happen to be here. It wasn't just chance. It wasn't just a coincidence. We were made in his image and likeness. This means we share some characteristics with him, like mentally. We have the ability to make choices. We have the ability to create things. This is very much like God. We have the ability to take two things and put them together and make something new. But that, that, that ability to make decisions is also our downfall, and we'll talk about that next week. But another characteristic that we share is this morality. Like, we don't have to learn the difference between good and evil. Most of us know it. Like, all I have to do is kick your dog or, like, throw your cat, and you know what's good and what's bad, right? For some of you, that just got really personal. Just really personal. Morally, we know this. We, are, we like step into knowing what's good and bad. Do you see that that's the image and the likeness and the character of God on you? And socially, God longs for relationship. God longs for family and friends. There's these characteristics that we carry through our lives that, that show that we carry the image of God with us wherever we go. And to help you wrap your mind around the image of God, let's look at Jesus. Because sometimes when we're thinking about God, we like try to imagine it and you can't do it, can you? You're like, oh, God the Father, yeah, I got it. It's like this orb, and, and it's like over the universe, and it looks like, yeah. No, let's look to Jesus, because he is the perfect image of God the Father. And, and that's not just my opinion. He's the one who said it. This is in John chapter 14. He, he's talking to one of his guys, and, and his guys, go, guys goes, uh, hey, if, if you could just show us the Father, then we're good. Then the, I... I'll totally believe. Like, I got it. I'll be airtight if you could just show me the Father. And he goes, have you been, like, under a rock? Have you been sleeping? Like, where you been? You've been with, with me this whole time. Anybody who's seen me has seen the Father. Anybody who's seen me knows this. So why are you asking me to show him to you? Don't be, you believe that I'm in the Father and the Father's in me? The words I speak are not my own, but my Father's who lives in me and does his work through me. Just believe that I am in the Father and the Father is in me, or at least believe the work that you've seen me do. At least believe the miracles. Did you see Peter walking on water? Do you, does any of that matter to you? 
He's saying, I am in the Father and the Father's in me. We are one and the same. Anybody who's seen me has seen the Father. So the perfect image of God is represented on earth as a person. Through a person's life, and that person is Jesus. So what does this mean? God breathed life into you. And he formed you into this image and likeness, and he created you. And he alone establishes your dignity and your value. And he gives you purpose. And that purpose that you step into when you become more like the image of God, that purpose is becoming more and more like the image of God, which is like Jesus Christ. There's a goal in mind here. There's this this tangible goal that I hope you see. This purpose is far greater than any animal's purpose on this world. I hope you see that. There's more to life than just eating, sleeping, and dying someday. I think you feel that in your heart, that there must be more to all of this than that. Something inside you knows that you're not just this accidental animal. There must be some sort of purpose to all of this. That your life must have some sort of value. And in fact, Jesus spoke to how God the Creator pays attention to animals, but oh, how much more he pays attention to you individually. This is in Matthew 20, and this is just a summary, a paraphrase of what Jesus is teaching here. He says, don't be bluffed into silence by the threats of bullies. There's nothing they can do to your soul, your core being, save your fear for God, who holds your entire life, body and soul, nature, natural and supernatural in his hands. It goes on to say, what's what's the worth of a bird? What is it like? Some loose change, right? And God cares what happens to it even more than you do. And he pays even greater attention to you. Down to the very last detail, even numbering the hairs on your head. So don't be intimidated by all this bully talk. You're worth more than a million birds. What is this telling us? This is saying being made in the image of God means that you don't only have purpose, but you have this exclusive value and this attention from him. And not only this, but but we share his heart. Because we were created from his breath, because we were created in his image, we share his heart, we share his characteristics, we feel what he feels. So why does this all matter? I I think at this point you're probably thinking, okay, so this is really good Sunday school stuff, but like, why does this actually matter to me in real life? What is is the day-to-day reality that this changes? What is the purpose of it all? It's a good question. Let me answer. I want to take this time in these next few moments to show you I'm going to take this opportunity to show you that you are made in the image of God. I'm going to take a stab at it. I'm going to take a stab at it. And in this moment, I'm going to show you that there's evidence in your heart that you are made in his image. And that this truth hopefully will change the way you view humanity, even by the end of the night. And hopefully it changes the way you think about humanity the rest of your life, especially when you're looking in the mirror. Because here's the deal. You need to know that you are more valuable than the dirt that you've been told you are. The accident that you've been told you are. Or the coincidence that you've been told you are. Being created as a work of art by a personal God gives you a value and a purpose into eternity. That's worth paying attention to. I'll present this. I'll I'll, I'll be telling you some stories of some fellow human beings. And these stories will reveal to you that humans have a distinct dignity and value, I hope. 
as opposed to your regularly programmed value and coincidence and saying that we're just animals that will someday die and I hope that someone remembers me, but once that person that only remembers me and has memories of me dies, then I guess I'm existence erased and then this planet will just continue on its path to its cold, dead place. I think there's more to life than that. So without further ado, let's start here. A lot of you might be tricked into recent, recent days that racism is a thing that just started. There's a person I know that's very dear to me, and they're from this area, central Nebraska. And when that person was a boy, they had a hard time fitting in. Nobody really wanted to play with them. Nobody really wanted them to be a part of their group because see, it's different. They were a different color, just didn't fit. And this boy was alone in all of this. And then one day, a group of kids asked him to come to the park to hang out. And not only that, these were the popular kids. And you could almost see the smile on his face, like this is it. This is the day it all changes. Not only will I have friends, but I will have the popular friends. I've made it. And that day came and he ran to the park and he sees his new friends out in the distance. And he can't wait to be with them. And he runs up and they start to circle around him. And they pick him up by his throat. And they start yelling racial slurs at him. And they say, this is what happens to black people. And as they let him fall into the dirt, they walk away laughing. Why does that bother you? That's just an animal. Animals are mean to animals all the time. But that's not what happened in your heart when you heard that story. Neither mine. If that was just an animal, that has no meaning. But you see, if that person was made in the image of God that hold the values that he's been given. It matters greatly. And I hope you see that the response in your heart is saying, no, 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 humans don't get treated like that. That's, something's wrong there. Why would you say that? Why? You ever wonder? Okay, so another story. I can't tell you the name of this girl. Let's call her Tiffany. She's from Las Vegas. 15 years old. And Tiffany's home life was just a wreck. It was just chaos. Her parents are constantly fighting and just screaming at each other, and she's just waiting for her way out. And Tiffany is approached by this older guy that says he's going to take care of her. And so, Tiffany has a boyfriend. This is her way out. And he starts giving her all these good things, these nice things, and says, trust me. Trust me, Tiffany. Trust me. And she does. I love you, Tiffany. She believes it. She would even say he, she loves her, too. Loves him, too. 
And so the relationship just keeps moving forward. And he says, trust me, Tiffany. Take these drugs. Trust me, trust me. I'll do it too, trust me. And things started getting weird when she realized she was taking way more drugs than he was. And then all of a sudden she wakes up in a hotel room two weeks later. And her beloved boyfriend had been selling her to men to use for two weeks. And not only that, he had been taking photos of her and posting them online to make money. Keep that in mind the next time you're perusing the internet that you might see her. And things didn't get better. They only got worse. And the boyfriend that loved her so much sold her into sex slavery. And she was trafficked all over the lower part of the United States and eventually made her way to Mexico. And she was about to be purchased by a group of men. And they got busted. And in this miraculous turn of events, she ends up in an orphanage. And in that orphanage, her parents find her and bring her home. She was 18 when she made it home. She's a senior, just like you. Why does that story bother you? Because if she's just an animal, why does that matter? Animals take advantage of animals all the time, but someone in your heart is saying, that's not right. Don't you dare touch that girl. Don't you dare try to sell that girl. Do you see that you are made in the image of God? Do you see that the things that break your heart also break God's heart? You shouldn't be racist. Why? Tell me why. Because I don't think you should be racist. Why? Well, because it's, it's not good. The, uh, humans, they have rights. Why? And you can follow that why trail all the way down to, I don't know, I just feel that way. And here's where social justice breaks down is this moment where people just go, well, I don't believe what you believe. There's nothing to stand on. But if you see that you're created in the image of God, And you see that these children, this boy held up by his throat, or this girl who was sold into sex slavery, is created in the image of God. She has a value that cannot be shaken. She has a value that cannot be erased. Do you see the image of God that resides within you? The very same breath that was breathed into you is the breath that's leaving your lungs right now brokenhearted. Being made in the image of God gives every other human being on this planet, born and unborn, an unshakable dignity. And you know where I saw this firsthand? It was in 2012. When I'm standing in front of and looking into the eyes of the girl I told you the story about. And she's telling the group of people I was there with that she's got hope. That she knows that she was created in the image of God and that Jesus gives her value and it will not be taken away. 
And if she were just an accidental evolved ape, like why would you even try to rebuild after a horror story like that? But a creator God gave her an image and gave her purpose and gave her value to go forward. Girls in the room tonight, I need you to hear this. If you've been harassed or abused or taken advantage of by a little boy, don't believe the lie that you have no value. And dear God, do not believe that that boy gives you your value. Why should women not be treated that way? Because they have an unshakable value that was given to them by a creator God who longs to protect them. And boys, you need to hear this. And if you are harassing or using women, whether it's pornography or you have some girlfriend that you're taking advantage of, you listen to this. They have a father in heaven that gave them value. And he's protective. And he's saying, if you're messing with her, you're messing with me. You're messing with me. That's my little girl. That's my child. And boys, listen to me. Your value does not come with your game with women or your gun shows of masculinity. Stop. Your value comes from the same creator, God and Father, who's protecting that little girl. Calling you upward, calling you up to be the image of God more than a monkey, more than an ape. Don't you see that? And anybody in this room who has racism in their heart or has tolerated racism or even more has been at the receiving end of racism, you need to hear tonight that there is no room for this in the family of God. Why? Because every human being on this planet was created in the image of God and given value by the same person that created you. But what now? We have a hope and a value and a purpose to stand on. And you can do nothing but have joy in your heart to realize that all these times that I've been told that I'm just this speck on this dot on this planet that doesn't mean anything and I'll just be forgotten someday, that's all a lie. You were created in the image of God. That means he decided to create you. He decided to give you the breath in your lungs that you're breathing right now. He decided to do that. Do you think that took love? Do you think that means you're loved? Do you think that means that you're important? Come on. And this girl from Las Vegas who lived this horror story is looking and saying, I know who I am. I have identity. She has a smile on her face and she's saying, I've been given a second chance. I know my creator has told me that he loves me no matter what's been done to me in the past. That I'm here now, and I have purpose, and I have value in that boy that was held by his throat. That little black boy that was held by his throat. Now looks to the Lord and says, that's where I get my value. And I will never, ever believe the bullies that have told me otherwise. You are made in the image of God. And he gives you value, and he gives you purpose, and he loves you so much. You're a child of God. And you need to proclaim that. 
You need to look in the mirror and know that. And tonight, I want you to say this with me on the count of three, the phrase, I am a child of God, because it is so important for you to understand. Three, two, one, I am a child of God. So I like walk off stage and I'm just overwhelmed by this image of this boy who'd been held by the throat and dropped in the dirt. And where does it say that God created us from? The dirt. And my encouragement to you tonight is if you've been dropped in the dirt, God's there. He's there. And I want you to think about being made in the image of God and how that gives you value and how that gives you purpose. That you're not just an accident or a coincidence. Think of that value. Scripture says, God so loved the whole world. Not God so loved this certain color of people or God so loved this certain group of people or God so loved America. It doesn't say that said, God so loved the whole world. This means that every human being on this planet, God loves. What's the, what's the value of something you love? What's the value? It's pretty high, isn't it? What would you give for something you love? I want you to understand that your value isn't pinned to you on some little cheap plastic tag. Your value was stamped in approval and promise and certified by a sledgehammer driving nails into an innocent man's hands. That's the stamp of promise of your value. Of Jesus Christ looking at you and saying, you are so valuable to me. Of God saying, yes, those things break my heart too. They break them so much that I'm willing to die for you. I'll give it all. I'll give it all. For you. Think of the value that that says. Think of the love that that says. That the perfect image of God looked at you, these people laying in the dirt, and said, they are so worth it to me. You and you and you and you and you are so worth it to me. No one can take this value away from you. No one. No one can take this love away from you. No one can stop this love. Not even close. Thanks for joining Element. To find out more, go to thirdcitychristian.org backslash students.